Hey, it's Monique. I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for tuning into the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I like to give you conversations with other vegans and also strategies on how to embrace this lifestyle in a way that is simple, delicious, and long-term for you and your family. Today, I am back with another conversation for you. I actually have Shamise on the show, and I really wanted her on because she is going to bring an amazing perspective to this lifestyle. So basically, she started a vegan journey in December 2012, and she was able to lose over 100 pounds on a raw vegan lifestyle. So, so what a raw vegan lifestyle can typically consist of is just a lot, a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. Now I have to tell you this, Shamise did not grow up eating vegetables. She was an incredibly picky eater as a kid. So for her to go from not eating anything outside of romaine lettuce to actually consuming a lot of spinach and kale and all these delicious vegetables was just like a huge, huge transformation in her life. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and jump into this amazing conversation with Shamise. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. So as you know, because I know you listen to the podcast, and I really appreciate it. I'm just really honored to have you on to share your story and to inspire other people to, you know, embrace this lifestyle in a way that works for them. I want to start off by finding out why you decided to embrace a vegan or plant-based life. The whole purpose of me embracing the lifestyle was um, to lose weight. Um, I was overweight, obese. I weighed about 308 pounds, maybe more than that. And I had tried everything known to man. And nothing seemed to really work. I would lose a couple of pounds, but then I would gain it all back and probably more. And so I just needed something totally different. And I know that exercise and diet played a big old part in it. And the diet was really the biggest issue for me. Um, so I started reading and I came across really a, a raw vegan diet. I watched a, a video of this girl on YouTube and I don't remember who she who she was, but she had lost 100 pounds in six months oh. on a raw vegan diet. Whoa. And I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. So I was like, so I just kind of stopped her on YouTube and watched all her videos, and she just mainly ate a lot of fruit and vegetables. And I, and I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. I like fruit, but I didn't like vegetables. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to just try it. Yeah, what year was this? So 2012. It wasn't that oh, long ago. This was in 2012, and this, yeah, and this is. It was right when I decided, because December 2012 is when I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So it was kind of like a New Year's resolution for you. It's just like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. So okay, you have to take me back to that. What did that look like for you then? Did it feel like it was like an overnight transformation for you? How did that look as far as your plate, <laughs> what you're eating? The plate, it was crazy because um, I would eat uh, just a lot of fruit. And um, at the time, only green vegetable I liked was romaine. I would have some romaine and, like, some kind of homemade dressing um, that I kind of blended up, and I hated it. I used to go to sleep mm-hmm. crying. I thought I was crazy for um, trying to do this, but the whole time I knew that, okay, it's going to get better. So I had I realized that I had to educate myself because I was I was doing it completely wrong. I was hungry. Mm. Um I had every food craving known to man and it's like 
my sense of smell, like I smelled food. My coworkers, they would go out to lunch, and I can tell them what they had to eat. Like I smelled it all. Goodness. And it was, it was driving me crazy. So I just started um, watching documentaries about food. That is, you know what, I think it's amazing that you were able to, even though it sounds like it was a hard transition for you, of course, for anybody it would be, if you go, to, if you go from probably eating, you know, not the best food to completely changing your diet, because it sounds like it was overnight in so many ways. So it was. I did it the yeah. hard way, and I don't recommend anybody to do what I did. I just cut everything out, cold turkey. I woke up wow. that morning and said, okay, this is the day, and I threw everything out the house and went and bought um, a lot of fruit and a little bit of vegetables. So growing up, because now this, you really have me thinking about this. Since you have never, until up until this point, you've never been a fan of vegetables, how did your plate look growing up? Did you have, like, a lot of starch on your plate, a lot of meat, a lot of dairy? Like, how was your childhood um, as far as food? Chicken and fries. Chicken and fries. Chicken and fries, yep. Very, very picky eater. And oh, I mean, wow. it got to the point that my mom would cook dinner for everybody else, and then she would make me chicken and fries. I can kind of relate to this because I have my middle son. I used to do that to him when we first became, like when I first became a vegetarian because he's always been a picky eater. And then when I became a vegan, I was just like, I'm not making multiple meals because at one point I was thinking like three different meals because he would never eat anything I made unless it was chicken and fries. And I felt like I was enabling him. I'm like, you know what, I need, you have to do better. So it's it's crazy how he went from the way he used to eat to the way he eats now because he would never try anything new. So she would just basically accommodate you, and that's oh, why. pretty much, because I was very stubborn. She tried that, like, you know, sit at the table, um, and you can't leave until you eat everything on the plate. I just mm-hmm. slept at the table. And that went on for, like, two days, and I went to school one day and passed out because I didn't eat in two days. And then that's when she was like, okay, see, I can't. So she just started accommodating me. No, I have to dig into this because you said you've tried so many different diets in the past, and none of them worked. When did you – what do you think was so different about transitioning to eating a plant-based diet that was so different from everything else that you had tried? Because I educated myself, and I knew um, that the food that I was eating was the food that I was supposed to eat, and it was good for me. Although I didn't see any results right away, I knew at the end I would see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the, the knowledge, um, I watched everything I could about food and how food is being processed. And it's like once you see that, I could not go back to eating how I used to eat. And I went from, like, not cooking and eating a lot of processed food and eating out, like, every day to cooking all of my meals, preparing everything that I eat. If I do go out, it's maybe twice a month, Mm -hmm. if that. So it's just the, the, the knowledge that I gained that kept me going forward that I realized that, okay, this is, I'm going to see the results. I just need to be patient. And it took about six months for majority of the weight to come off. Maybe around the seven-month mark is when I was like, okay, I lost weight. Um, when wow. people started, when you like, notice? People started noticing. I didn't notice, but people started telling me, like, Shamish, you lost a lot of weight. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then one of my friends convinced me to do a before and after picture. It took a lot of courage for me to post that online, and I started posting what I was eating and doing on Instagram um, to help keep me accountable. 
Yeah, your transformation Tuesdays, guys, you have to check out her Instagram. It's just like night and day, the difference. It's funny because we said it's like overnight that you changed how you ate, but I guess you just kind of got like sick and tired of being sick and tired because you exactly. have tried everything else. Yeah. So let's talk about how your plate looks now. Um, I know that right now you're on, you're doing it. I don't know. Is it considered, do you consider what you're doing now a detox or is it, because I know that you're juicing and doing smoothies for 100 days. You're going to do that for the rest of the year. I don't really have a name for it, but the main purpose of me doing it is for a detox. Um, I, I've been eating a lot of junk. If it said vegan, I was eating it. I've been trying it. And I've been noticing just slight difference in, in my body and my skin was breaking out a little bit and I was like, I need to uh, detox and get all of this junk out of my system because I I was going a little bit overboard. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I'm going to finish and go into the new year feeling my best. But what does it look like? Let us know, the people who are listening, what you're drinking and, you know, each day. I know you just started, what are you on through day three or four right now, right? It's very day fresh. Four. And day like four. today I had um watermelon juice. I bought one large watermelon, cost me about four dollars. It made two hundred and twenty ounces of juice. Whoa. Whoa. So I had it <laughs> yesterday and today. So like people say that juicing is expensive. No, it's not. It's it's you just have to know what to get and what to make. And I like to keep it simple. A lot of people throw a bunch of stuff in their juice. Like, mm-hmm. just watermelon juice is just fine. Yes. You know, I had just watermelon juice today. I had watermelon juice yesterday, but I also had a green smoothie yesterday. And I am incorporating smoothies because I am working out still. I'm still trying mm-hmm. to work out, like, two hours a day. And that that, that was a concern for me. I'm like, am I going to be able to still keep up with my workout? And only consume Justin smoothies. So far, so good. And I'm very surprised that I haven't experienced any kind of detoxification symptoms, like none. Wow. Now, you've done this before, right? How? What's the longest you've done? I did a 60-day um, juice and smoothie um, challenge for myself. And I, I successfully completed that. And that changed everything for me because going into that, I still didn't like vegetables. But I can juice certain vegetables and was able to drink the juice or have it in a smoothie, and that was fine. But after those 60 days, I started craving vegetables. Like I would be in a grocery store, and I'd be like, I want to eat this. And I would go home, and I would fix it and eat it. And, like, my taste bud had completely changed, and I was blown out of the water. I'm like, really? Now I like, I love vegetables now. Because of that 60-day juice and smoothie smoothie challenge that I did. Wow. So if someone isn't interested in going that long and they do want to incorporate more vegetables into their lifestyle because, like you, they grew up not eating it or they didn't really like it too much, do you advise that they probably make smoothies and incorporate it that way like you did or juice um, a few days a week? I highly recommend a combination. Like, I don't think I could do just juice. Yeah, I don't think I would have, like, enough energy, especially if I wanted to work out. I don't think I would have mm-hmm. enough energy. But smoothies give you, you're still getting that fiber, so you're getting a little bit more energy with that. So I do recommend smoothies. And you can hide a ton of vegetables in a smoothie. Yes, 
especially Spanish. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. Oh yes, my smoothie (laughs) is a green smoothie with spinach in it, frozen Uh mango, frozen pineapple. Uh I blend it up. It's my favorite. Yeah. My neighbor, my neighbor just started following me on Facebook, and she sees my pictures of my smoothies. And she came up. She's like, she, she have to show me how to make this. <laughs> That's amazing. See, I love that approach too to this lifestyle. I think that you know, coming from a place of like love, and mm-hmm. you know, this is what I'm doing, and not okay. You need to do this because I told you to. You know, not from a preachy way. Coming from like a loving. Okay, if you're interested, mm-hmm. I'll tell you more. If you're not, that's okay too. I think that that works. Yeah. It's more effective than making people feel like, oh, you're above them <laughs> because you you cleaned up how you eat. So I love that she's interested, and you didn't even probably say much of anything to get her to be I interested. I didn't say anything. She was like, I, I know you're vegan, and you make these smoothies. They look good. Except for that green one. I don't know about that. And I was like, well, let me make it for you, and you try it. <laughs> and she tried it, and she said again, she was like, can I have some more? Can I have the rest yes. of that? And I was like, of course. Take it with you. Yes, I love that. So, okay, now that you're doing this, and I know that you've publicized this on Instagram, and um, you probably, I know in one of your um, statuses, I think this was yesterday, you mentioned that, you know, somebody else's people joined along with you. You wanted to know how they're feeling and what's going on with them. Have you had Mm -hmm. a following, a group of people who are interested in also doing this with you, or is it more at this point of people just watching what you're doing? Well, I'm surprised that there's a lot of people like, oh, I'm joining you. I don't lost track of how many people saying that they have joined in of just consuming juice and smoothies for the last 100 wow. days of the year, which I was impressed. I wasn't expecting anybody. I was just planned, hey, this is what I'm going to do because that's what I, I just like to post what I'm doing on Facebook for me, not on Facebook, but on Instagram for me to help me keep me accountable. So when people started saying, hey, I'm going to do this, and then a ton of different people started following in, following me and just kind of watching along. So, so I, have I, you had I, any backlash, though? I have to – let me tell you something that I've really been thinking about. When I see um, people who are doing any type of cleanse or any type of fast for more than 30 days, I always wonder, like, what's the motivation after that point? Because I always feel like you can probably get all of the detoxing that you need within 30 days. Why go more Mm -hmm. than that? I haven't got anything online. It's been family and friends that's Mm. been kind of giving me a hard time about it, which they said they think I'm crazy. Like, then she means you're going to lose too much weight. And losing too much weight is a concern for me, but it's not just about weight loss. Because um, the size I am right now, I am very comfortable in. There is some unwanted fat still I would like to lose. But I'm concerned about that. And then having them keep repeatedly telling me that you need you, you shouldn't do this, I think that's a little um, too much, I just don't listen to it. I just like, I, I know my body. If my body tells me to stop, I don't care if I'm at date 80 and my body saying, she means you need to stop. Then I'll stop. Yeah. But my goal is to get through the 100 days just for the simple fact of um, it's going to be, I want to go into that new year feeling good because I remember when I did the 60 day, um, I felt amazing. I want that feeling back. I had tons of energy. It felt like I was bouncing off the wall. Yeah. And that's what I want. So, wow, because, yeah, it's like major dedication. So I praise you for it being is. able to do that. Cause, it is. Because 
You know, because for me, the hardest part, I only, there's no laugh, but I only did, the longest I've ever done is five days. <laughs> and those five That's days, it? I was ready to fight everybody. <laughs> I was ready to fight everybody in that five days. Because I think <laughs> my issue, <laughs> my issue is the chewing. Like, I, it's, and it's funny, you don't realize how much you miss chewing until you can't chew. <laughs> it's just like the chewing. So do you make your smoothies in a way that you can still have, I guess, um, I don't know if you have a Vitamix or any, like, a high-power blender, but I think you do have a Vitamix now I think about it. Um, I, have, do you, I have a Vitamix. Yeah, do you make it in a way that still chew some of that smoothie, no. or is it just, like, all liquid? I chew on ice. Oh. Freak out. Yesterday I realized that I'm not going to have any, I'm not going to be eating any food until next year. Yes. So then I started kind of freaking out a little bit about that. Planning to approach Christmas. I'm gonna be by myself because I'm gonna I'm I'm moving from a, a different to a different apartment in November, um, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna be going to see my family or anything. So I'm gonna be by myself. But ever since I became vegan, which it hasn't been long, I just became vegan on December 15, 2012. So I can still consider myself like a baby vegan. The holidays are different for me. Like last year was what my first holiday and. Well, Christmas I spent with family. It it just, well, it was different, you know. I made my own food. They ate what they ate, and I ate what I ate, and it just was different. And I thought it was going to be scary, but, you know, my family, they're pretty open, and they they already knew. But they did give me a hard time about it because they have a lot of questions and stuff like that. But it worked. I understand. And then yeah. and I was I was scared for nothing. And then for Thanksgiving, I remember making some vegan chili and going over to a friend's house and having Thanksgiving with her family. They ate their food. I had my food. And then her oh, kids good. was like, why are you not eating the turkey? And then I had to explain <laughs> to her kids on why I'm not eating any turkey. So, how but did that it go? worked. Oh my goodness! Yeah, how did that go? Like, was there? How did the kids respond? Because I think kids are like the because best when it comes to this kind of stuff because they really are more open minded. Well, she has two sons, and the youngest one is what he asked me, "Well, why I'm not eating any turkey?" And the older one's like, "Because she's vegan." And they was like, "Well, what <laughs> is vegan again?" And he was like, "I don't know. That's what she is. She doesn't eat it." And so I, you know, I laugh about that because he knew the word, but he didn't remember what it meant. He just knew I didn't mm-hmm. eat certain stuff. <laughs> I didn't eat. And it was like, okay, Shamish just bring her own food every time she comes over here. That type of thing. So, and, and that's the thing. And I'll go eat with them all the time, and I'll, I'll bring my food. And her kid's like, Shamish's going to warm up her food. I don't know why she don't <laughs> eat our food. Like, you know, they say that all the time, and I'll, I don't look at it any kind of way, and it, it doesn't bother me. But I have to say this. When I first, I alienated myself from friends and social mm-hmm. events because I didn't know how to handle that. What do I do? And then I think I, I even lost some friends, or we're not as close as we used to be because for, I want to say, a good portion of that first year, probably that first seven months, that I wasn't, I wasn't going anywhere with friends. I wasn't socially eating with people. I was eating wow. at home by myself. I, You know what? You know, your story is so common, though. I think all of us went through that stage where it was just kind of like, you know, I don't fit in with what everyone is doing. I don't want to hear the ridicule. I just want to go and 
have a good time, and people like to remind me often, and, and then often there's nothing for me to eat anyway. So I think that's pretty normal. It really is. I went through that. It was hard for me. I had a conversation with, with my friend, and, and I was like, I feel like I don't have any friends anymore because I, I live yeah. in a small town where my family is not here, and it's just me. And I have made oh, wow. some really good friends um, here, and I have alienated myself by becoming a vegan. I alienated myself from them, and then I shut myself off from them. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to any social events or where when there was food involved, I wouldn't go. And then if there was any other events, I'm like, I'm going to the gym. I want to go work out because I was on a mission. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat right, and I'm going to work out. So I kind of closed off to them. And then it was. It took a friend to tell me, Shamise, why don't you just bring your own food? I don't know why I didn't think about that. Yeah. Know that initially when you got into this lifestyle, it was for health reasons, but now that you've done more research, research and you've been on this journey for a little while, is it now more of an ethical standpoint for yourself now? Are you more interested in, like, the animal rights, the human rights perspective? Are you, like, a little more mindful about the decisions you make in other areas of your life? Yeah, it's... And I was, and I told my friends, like, she told me, because I told her, I said, don't let me become one of those animal rights people. That's not me. That's not why I'm doing this. And, and now she, she points back at me. She was like, she means, look at you. You're caring about the animals now. And I was like, you're right. I can't, I can't help it because right is right and wrong is wrong to me. Consider yourself more raw vegan because I've noticed you, of course, outside of you juicing and having your smoothies, I noticed that you eat, like, a lot of raw food. And like a I lot do. of mono I started off raw and realized that my body prefers it that way. So I still try to keep um, it raw as much as possible. Probably next year I'll probably be doing raw until four. What is this going to look like after your 100 days? Have you already started? so far away, I know, at this point. But have you considered what that transition is going to look back, you know, going back into um, eating Regular, uh, not regular food, but you know yeah, what I mean. I have, I have eating. a plan for that. I have a plan for after the hundred days. I'm going to be eating completely raw for thirty days. Um, a lot of mono meals, a lot of huge uh, leafy green salad. I'm a big fan of Fully Raw Christina. Her YouTube channel. Um, she has a ton of different recipes, so I'm going to try a lot of those for mm-hmm. thirty days, and then I'm going to gradually start incorporating um, cooked food. Wow. Diet after those 30 days. Goodness. I think that's probably uh, the best way to go because I can imagine myself just wanting to eat some cooked food as soon as I'm done, but I'm sure that wouldn't be very good <laughs> after 100 I days. I did that after the 60 days. Like, I just, I think the first day I was raw, and then after that I was eating cooked food. Okay. Well, how did you feel? Um, I felt fine. I didn't have any issues. Okay, because I was thinking that it would but be I like. Tell that. I was putting on weight. Okay. See, I think that would be another concern for me. I th- see, my mindset wasn't in the right place. Every time I did a cleanse, it was always to lose weight. And it seems like for you, it's more of like a holistic approach to it. You want to feel yeah. good mentally. You want to feel good physically. You want to continue with your workouts. That's a little different than for me. It was all about just wanting to lose weight, to solely lose weight. I don't know. It just sounds like that's not the most realistic because then when you go back to food, you're going to naturally gain weight because, you know, vegetables and fruit, especially vegetables, don't have a lot of calories, right? Is that like a concern that you hear from other people? Because I know you you look at more things than I do when it comes to juicing and smoothies. 
That is a concern. It's going to happen because as um, soon as you start incorporating, especially cooked food and you eating this food, you're going to start putting back on weight because um, your body uh, is going to start storing this stuff up because it's not used to it. Because I remember after my 60 days, I, I was pretty slim. And yeah, I, I think at to the point, I think I had, I was like, that's maybe too much because I was fitting in the size four. And I was like, no, that's a little too small. So are you comfortable saying how much um, you lost? I don't know. I don't know. I don't weigh myself. I think the scale like is that. evil. <laughs> um, it is I don't, don't want to did take my my emotions because I remember that I get on it is that I'm going to be sad or I'm going to be happy. And most of the time I was sad. So I was like, I don't yeah. want no parts in it. So during this whole journey, I decided that I'm not going to weigh myself. And people ask me all the time, how much weight have you lost? And I'm like, I really don't know. There was a time I got sick and I had to go to the doctor. And, you know, when you go in the doctor, the first thing they do is weigh you and take your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I told the lady, I don't want to know what the number is, but I want to ask you, I'm going to tell you that I used to weigh 103 pounds. Could you give me a ballpark? She said, sweetie, you lost over 100 pounds. So, oh, my goodness. I believe that because you're before and after pictures. I believe that. Hundred. How long ago was this when you had the conversation with her at the doctor's office? In January. There's this misconception that when someone goes vegan that you lose so much weight. And that was my reality for a long time. I did slim down, but I think the only reason why I slimmed down was because I didn't know what to eat. And I was hungry probably. (laughs) And so what do you recommend for someone who is looking to lose some weight and they're not necessarily doing a detox? Um, What are some ways that you would? I got that question on Instagram. This girl's like, I've been vegan for years and I haven't lost no weight. How did you become vegan and all of a sudden lose all of this weight? And my thing is, I learned that just because it's a vegan don't mean it's healthy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, definitely. Um, just like you said, you just can't eat one cookie. I'm addicted to uh, Uncle Eddie's vegan chocolate chip cookies. I'll eat the whole bag. I buy the bag, I eat the bag. Look, I'm glad I don't know what that is. It's so bad. You shouldn't. Don't don't get it. I don't recommend it. I'm not researching that. I'm not researching that. You know, I know that, of course, you probably, the best thing to do, of course, is, you know, eat like you do, like a whole lot of fruit and vegetables and just eating a lot of that and, and, you know, replacing it. But it's it's easier said than done. It is. It is. Because it is. Especially, especially if you have a family. It's, I can imagine it could be hard. It's just me. I'm single. Oh, I live by myself. So I control everything that comes in my house. There's no, mm-hmm. like right now, there's nothing bad in my house. There's just fruits and vegetables. I got nuts and I'm, I have an issue. I may, I hope I don't slip. But the only reason why I got nuts because I'm going to make some nut milk. Mm-hmm. But I, before so doing that. these 100 days, I would I would snack on raw almond. And last night I found myself getting up to go get some, and I was like, no, you cannot eat those. It's crazy because it's like habit. And my, my recommendation, this is what I, I tell people that ask me, you want to try to eat food in its natural state as much as possible. Love I don't, that. like me, I couldn't be fully raw. Like I know my body prefers that, but I couldn't be fully raw. I say cook food be calling my name. I like I like brown <laughs> rice. You know, so, but you want to try, I try to food in this natural state as much as possible. 
Yeah, so eating food in its natural state and it's celebrating the small progress. I think those are the key points that you just made because I think we, and I'm very, very, very guilty of this myself, just beat ourselves up. And it's just, we shouldn't do that because if anything, it just makes you feel and do worse <laughs> in my experience. So um, I love, love, love that. But uh, before we go, I want to know, what is some, because I know you kind of, you already named Fully Rock Christina on YouTube, how you love her. What are some other resources that you use as far as books or have helped you in the past? Documentaries, anything you want to name off that helps you and hope that inspires somebody else to also um, seek some of this information too? Well, I could probably talk about this all day, and I can't really right now. I'm drawing a blank of the documentaries, but I recommend watching all food documentaries. Watch them. Mm-hmm. It, it's a real eye-opener. The 80-10-10 book, that really helped me, especially eating a raw diet. That helped me. Cooking with Vegan Love. I oh, love Vegan Cooking channel. with Love. Yeah. Yes, yes. I love, love, love her channel. Yeah, I have to tell her. You have to seek out the information. If you don't, it, it can seem possible. And one of my biggest things, people think, you know, eating healthy is expensive. No, it requires planning and time. Like when I go grocery shopping, it takes me about three hours. Three hours? I'm going to four different stores. Yeah, I'm going to four different stores. I'm buying sale. I'm looking, and I enjoy every minute. You know how... People say women like to go shopping. I want to go to the grocery store. But I can't relate to this. I am not spending three hours in the grocery store. Enjoy every minute of it. My my best friend is like that. She goes to about four different stores every Sunday and she tell I'm on the phone with her or whatever and she's like, Yeah, I gotta go to Trader Joe and then I'm gonna go to Kroger and then I'm gonna Whole Foods. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just go to one store. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> if my store doesn't have it, I'm not buying it. <laughs> that is hmm. yeah, so I guess there is like a subculture of y'all out there doing this because that is not where I wanna spend my Sunday. <laughs> Me, I enjoy every minute of it. Oh I, I wanna I wanna get the most produce that I can for my money because I'm a girl on a budget. I don't have a lot of money, so yeah. I got to make sure if I'm going to be eating this way, I, my house, I want my house to be full of fruits and vegetables. Yeah. So I have to get with one on sale. And if, if that requires me spending three hours of my day going to these different stores, I do it. Now, sometimes yeah. not, not not every grocery trip is three hours because sometimes I'm I'm also very lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be like, no, I'm just going to get this and call it a day. And that be that. Wow. In November, and I'm going to be living, like, right outside of D.C., and I was just like, oh, this is going to be exciting because I can get somebody to, like, deliver my groceries for me, so I don't even have to go to the store at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, now I'm going to join the, you know, I'm going to join the CSA so they'll deliver my produce, too, so I don't have to go to the store at all. Like, I'm just thinking, so it's just so funny to hear you on the other side of that. You like this, and I'm just like, I don't mind cooking. I I actually enjoy cooking. shopping for you. Like, what do you want out there, Dick? (laughs) <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Shamise, thank you so, so, so much for being on the podcast. I really, really enjoy having you as a guest. Tell us right now um, how we can reach you online. Um, I know you have a website coming soon, so go ahead and plug all of your stuff for your Instagram, your Facebook, and the site that will be coming soon too. Well, my site that's coming soon is going to be theshamiseproject.com, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shamise, that's C-H-E-M-E-S-E. And um, Facebook is going to be Facebook, um, 
project. All right, so I hope this conversation was helpful. I had such a great time meeting and connecting with Shamise. Be sure to follow her on Instagram. I'll make sure that I include all of her information at brownvegan.com. This is an amazing journey. 100 days of smoothies and juice. I think it's such an amazing story because even if you don't want to embark on your own 100 days of smoothies and juice, it's still great to get some ideas for recipes and all of that other information from her on her Instagram. I will talk to you guys next week with another podcast episode. Thank you so much for letting me spend time with you. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.